0: Caitlin. And I'm Jillian. And we are the hosts of the OK Drama Podcast,
1: where two friends recap and break down K dramas one episode at a
2: time.
0: Woo! Back again. I did a woo instead of
1: a yay <laughs> this time. <laughs> I'm trying to switch it up for the listeners. Uh-huh. Spice
0: it up. Exactly.
1: <laughs> All
0: right. So we are at the halfway point of Goblin. Mm hmm. How are we feeling?
1: Alright. Good. There are more interesting scenes in episode 8 that were yeah. a bit more exciting than some of the other ones, so.
0: Yeah, I I don't know why. I, I feel like it just must be, like, the hype of everyone being, like, it's so good that you just expect everything to be, like, mm-hmm. every scene to have something in it, but it is also I think it has a good mix of, like, chill scenes where you're just kind of with the characters, Mm -hmm. which just makes you like them even more. And then we have those like big impactful, like,
1: um, I don't know, like bombs dropped on us
0: and you're like, whoa.
1: Yeah. So what I've noticed is there are a lot of scenes in K dramas where it's just music playing and a montage. (laughs) Yes. And with these feature length films, I'm like, Do we need this scene (laughs) where it's just like so insanely long? And I'm like, get to the dialogue, please. Yeah, that's what I want.
0: I already know these people are beautiful. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: I don't need to see them in slow motion looking beautiful even more without talking, right? And, And that guy singing, I forget what he says, I can't think of it. There's that one song about beautiful that always plays on this drama. Oh, it's beautiful life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah, that fucking song. It always yeah. plays on these like slow motion little montage
3: scenes.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's um, what was the song in Descendants of the Sun that would play during those? Um, that I love. I love yeah, you, but uh, I say, I love Lou. <laughs> yeah. Or the every time mm-hmm. I see... Like, that one was more of, like, when
1: they were doing fun things. Yeah. But. <laughs> I still sing those from time to time. And Andrew, like, expects me to say... Yeah, Andrew expects me to say his name. And I'm like, every time I see Lou. And he's a haw. So the songs <laughs> are just always about Lumen. And I'm like, I can't help it. Like, Lou just works with everything. Every song. Yeah.
0: Andrew does not really work. Unless you were going to say every time I see Drew. Which (laughs) I've never in my life called him that. (laughs) No. So weird. I don't think you should. (laughs) Uh, Alright, so I guess before we jump into even more Goblin, we can take care of some housekeeping. Mm -hmm. First up, please rate and review the podcast wherever you can do that. Five... Stars, please. That is probably one of the best ways to help the show. Mm-hmm. It's free, doesn't take long. Easy, it just means you're really happy. Uh, secondly, you could become a patron and uh, join our Patreon. There is a link basically everywhere. If you become a patron, you get bonus episodes, you can get some stickers, patches hangouts just extra content mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. like there's not already enough content on the internet <laughs> but even more um if you want to get the cute little stickers and patches and pins you can also go to our etsy store ok drama oh, etsy.com slash shop slash ok drama mm-hmm. and there's also links to that everywhere also I love our little man wall pin so much. It's It's so super cute. Um, Yeah, we also have like a bunch of really fun stickers. So check that out. And I guess lastly, if you want to talk to us on the internet, uh, you should follow us on social media at OKDramaPod on Twitter and OKDramaPodcast on Instagram and Facebook. And we do fun polls and... You know, just post all the GIFs. You can be on the lookout for Caitlin May GIFs. (laughs) So, (laughs) because sometimes I see something in a scene and I'm like, that needs to be a
1: GIF. Like the angry grandma and coffee Like angry grandma,
0: (laughs) yes. And I just take the time and make it myself Mm -hmm. because I'm crazy. But I guess
1: that's it, right? Did Mm -hmm. I get through everything? Yeah, I think at this point people could just search OK Drama Podcast. Uh things will probably pop up or at least Mm -hmm. a few of the helpful things that then lead you to everything else
0: yes if you go to okdrama.com you will find everything there Mm -hmm. oh another thing if you want to send us an email we love emails Mm -hmm. um that would be at contact at okdrama.com or okdramapodcast at gmail.com
1: We've gotten a few fun ones, but yeah. I definitely want more.
0: For sure. And we like to read them on the podcast. If mm-hmm. you don't want us to read it on the podcast, like, let us know. Uh, But yeah, we like to read the fun ones on the pod and just like interact with people. Totally. So, yeah. Super fun stuff. Okay. Goblin. I'm so excited because I just want to keep watching. And I, we haven't done other Drama Corner in a while Mm -hmm. because we've just been, like, knocking out all of these, like, podcast drama episodes. Yes. So I don't have a lot of time to watch other dramas. But recently I started, like, I just needed something on in the background Mm -hmm. while I was organizing my closet because I got... More velvet hangers, so that all of my clothes <laughs> in my closet, all have velvet hangers, and I feel like really bougie. I know that's probably like a lot of people probably already have that, but <laughs> I didn't. It was just like a mess of plastic hangers uh-huh. and some velvet hangers and some hangers that came from like Target. That like
1: yeah, the I plastic ones. Yeah, They'd probably so... no wire hangers at least. So
0: no, no wire hangers. <laughs> uh. So, but yeah, I was like, I'm just gonna do it, and they're cute, like, I have some black ones from the past, but the ones I bought recently are, like, a lilac with mm. a rose gold, like, hook. That's So cute. they look really pretty. And anyway, while I was doing that, I put on Touch Your Heart, which is the drama that has Sunny and, like, the, the Reaper in it together. Mm. Because I just love them so much. And like, um, I just like seeing them together,
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and they are so freaking cute. And it made me cry like three <sighs> times, which is nuts because it's in funny. one episode. Like, no, I watched okay. i i I've watched three over the span of like two days. Mm. I guess once per episode. <laughs> wow, <laughs> but it's it's just kind of like a oh, tear, mm-hmm. not like a. Um, not like the ending of Hotel de Luna crying, where I'm just sobbing. It's just kind of like ruined. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) Korean dramas have been ruined for me since then. (laughs) No. Um, But yeah, it's just such a sweet show, and I love them. So if you have not seen it, dear listeners, and you want just, like, the fluffiest little
3: uh, romantic comedy... Check it out. So sweet. So, that's my other drama corner. Nice. For today. Yeah. Okay. Goblin? Goblin. You wanna get started? Gibby. Gibby. yeah.
1: Uh, sure, I will start it. Um, okay. so episode seven, Untak mm-hmm. can't remove the sword, so she's like, oh, wait, it's like the fairy tale shit. I'm gonna kiss you. Mm-hmm. and she hopes that the kiss um, will give her the power to touch and pull out the sword. And we talked about this last episode, I think, how it was, like, the most awkward kiss ever. Like, <laughs> yes. nobody's lips moved, but they were, like, stuck on each other for too long. But I don't yeah. know if that was also just the camera or it's just
2: for like TV. Just, uh, like, Yeah.
1: Yeah. But it was just, like, my fingers right now are just touching and nothing's <laughs> happening. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, Hooked onto each other. Um, so at this point, Kim Jin freaks out, and Untak complains that she wasted her first kiss on him. And all
0: these girls
1: wasting their first kisses know, on Gong Yu. I know all these oons, um, <laughs> <laughs> all the oons. Um, he starts to head back home, and she reminds him that he already signed a contract, so he can't kick her out, and it's not her fault, and she didn't do anything wrong. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Back at home. Uh Do Kwa starts to sob when he realizes that Kim Shin has gone to die, and that's why he gave him a credit card and everything else. And he's uh-huh. there like sobbing, like, I don't need the card, I want Uncle back, Uncle come back. And yeah. then Kim Shin comes back, surprises Dokwa and the Reaper, who are sitting there together, and he mm-hmm. asks everyone to please return their parting gifts to him. No one is happy, and suddenly Dokua's <laughs> like, Wait what?
0: Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> he's like- He's like, I think it's time for you to go. Like, you've had your time. Um,
1: (laughs) So, Untak is, like, on the stairs trying to butter him up and saying, like, Mm -hmm. I love you. And the others are like, is that going to work? And -hmm. then the Reaper is like, I love you, too.
0: Yeah. He's, like, clutching the deed to his
1: house. He does not want to give it up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like
0: against his chest, it's,
1: so ridiculous,
0: it's hilarious. Yeah. Uh,
1: Kim Shin also meets with the grandpa, who is very relieved that he wasn't able to leave because he loves mm-hmm. him so much, which is very sweet.
0: I love
1: grandpa. I He's, know he, he seems such a like he would give really nice hugs. Yes, and then give you like a couple of dollars or something to buy a snack. Yeah, just real nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when Kim Shin is talking to him, he asks for the painting back that he asked him to destroy. And the grandpa tells him um, that, like, yeah, of course, I have the painting. I wasn't going to get rid of it. And maybe you should focus on trying to live instead of trying to die. Hmm. Like you have been all these years. So profound. He reminds Kim Shin that many people have been touched by his good fortune and miracles. And then we get, like, a little shot of the grandpa's secretary outside of the house. And he's curious about the man who doesn't age. Hmm. Wanna know more about this secretary dude? What his story yeah, is. He's an interesting little character. He's very mysterious right now.
0: Yes. I love the way he talks. He has such a nice voice. Like <laughs> he should read the calm um oh, bedtime uh-huh. stories. And Korean, it's fine. Like, I'll listen. <laughs> Don't matter.
3: You're gonna go to sleep uh, in
0: thirty seconds anyway. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh Kim Sheen Kind of starts to be a butt to Untak. he keeps making shady comments and starts making her do chores and is like i don't know maybe you should pay rent because you're just a tenant now like <laughs> you're not my bride
3: <laughs> yeah you're just some and, girl.
0: yeah and they start to bicker obviously because again he's like a little butt and she's a young girl so fights ensue so later on Untok starts to complain to Reaper about all of the unfair treatment she's received. She tells him that she and Kimshin are enemies now, and Reaper wonders if she might need a strong force such as true love to pull out the sword. Again, I love the Reaper Untak combination. Mm-hmm. I think I just love Reaper so much. I, I feel you like love he him elevates with anyone. Yeah, he elevates every character because I also really like him with Dukwa. Mm hmm. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, he's like, hmm, have you tried true love? <laughs> Which is, like... It's very simple. Not something you can do on command, <laughs> but, um... Tok tells him that she already tried that. Again, doesn't work that way. Probably but. not, okay. Okay. But Kim Shin overhears and becomes very embarrassed. He shyly blurts out that she shouldn't talk about kissing to just anyone, and Euntok points out that she didn't actually say that, like, because the goblin comes in kind of, like, midway through the conversation. Mm-hmm. And he has a towel over his head and he looks so shy. Like, I think he looks so cute when he's, like, acting kind of shy. Uh-huh. It's so weird how he has all those different sides to him. Like, he can be, like, really <laughs> cool and walk in slow motion, but then he can also hide under a towel. Yeah. And be a little cutie. Anyway. So, they start to fight again. In these two episodes, these two characters fight.
3: So, so A little annoying.
0: Yes. Uh, so, they're fighting. And Reaper is left alone again. My poor little Reaper. <laughs> he complains to himself that he can't even call Sunny because he doesn't have a business card. <sighs> While they're being all fussy. He's like, these... Like, these two motherfuckers, like, <laughs> fighting all the time, and I can't even call the person I like because I don't have a business card and I'm not a human. Sad. Problems,
1: man. Mm-hmm. Dating problems. Um, the Reaper, at this point, gets all upset. He storms into Kim Shin's room, and he demands that he kick Untak out if she's not the bride. He tells, or Unta, um, fuck, the Reaper tells Kim Shin, that he wants her gone so they can live happily, just the two of them, like a grumpy, gay, married couple or something. <laughs> um, Kimshin is super confused and he doesn't recall them living happily before she got there. Honestly, I think they're living together better now. Mm-hmm. Um, he argues that Untak knows too much about them to be kicked out, but the Reaper doesn't believe him. He accuses Kimshin of actually being happy that she couldn't pull out the sword. Because that just means he gets to live longer and therefore he gets to keep seeing her. Yeah. He's like, um, no, that's not what this is about at all. Total lies, of course. These mm-hmm. two, like Kimshin and Untak, just pretend that they don't like each other constantly. It's a little yes. bit frustrating. Just come on, y'all. Yeah, just let it happen. Just let it. What's going to happen happens. You're 900 Uh years old. (laughs) You've lived a life. You know. She's your bride. She sees the sword. Yes. It's fine. (laughs) Um, Reaper gets it. Kim Shin doesn't want to believe it. Mm -hmm. They continue to fight, but Kim Shin finally ends it when he explains that he signed a contract with Untak, so he can't kick her out. And the Reaper points out that he also signed over the deed to the house, but he's not honoring that either. (laughs) <laughs> and it's fucked up, and then he storms okay. out because he's all upset.
0: Yeah, he's like, "I guess you weren't a man when you signed that deed <laughs> over to me, <laughs> assholes." So good. So Kim Shin smiles as he reads over the contract that Untak wrote. He finds her studying in the dining room, and she gives him attitude, pointing out that he stopped bringing snacks to her ever <laughs> since she wasn't able to pull out the sword. Which, I mean. I don't blame either party like i would probably stop giving
3: mm-hmm. someone
0: snacks but also like i would be pissed if someone stopped bringing me snacks <laughs> i liked her uh reasoning like i wanted to be close to the snacks since no one's bringing them to me anymore <laughs> so sassy okay so they talk about the college entrance exam and she asks if he knows the answers he tells her that he will give her the answers once she finish, finishes studying. But the day of the entrance exam rolls around, and we see that Kim Shin still hasn't told Un Tak the answers. Instead, he packs her a nice lunch and drops her off at the bus station. They have a very awkward affectionate moment. Just like, awkward hand-on-shoulder mm-hmm. <laughs> action. Um... But Oontag, re- like, freaks out when she realizes that a lot of time has passed. So I guess he, like, slowed time for them, but, like, time in the real world was actually passing. hmm So she's about to be
1: late to her very big test.
3: I picture
0: them,
1: sorry, I picture them
0: just uh-huh. standing
1: there doing, like, the head pat thing or whatever. Uh-huh. For, like, 30 minutes or something, and people just, like, <laughs> so walking by or weird. waiting for the bus, and, like,
2: what's, uh-huh.
1: what's wrong with them? It's
0: strange. When you, dip- when you put your hand on your head like that, it reminded me that Miles does that Chi-Kimchi, my cat, Miles.
3: Uh-huh.
0: He puts, like, when they are play fighting, like, he'll put his paw on her forehead... <laughs> To like make her like, stop. stay <laughs> down, yeah, and stay back, and it's really funny because, like, my cat Miles, I I think he's kind of special needs, um, and my cat Kimchi is like very strong, so it's just funny seeing him like put his big paw <laughs> on her face, but like just the imagery of yeah, like, a a dude putting his hand on her head is kind of reminding me of that. It's funny. Um, okay, and then I don't really like, ugh, okay, I have mixed feelings about this, because Untuck is breaking out, and he's like, hey, did you forget your boyfriend is a goblin? And I'm like, what are we doing with the boyfriend thing? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> I I don't know why, what the distinction of him being like, her goblin is versus, like, I'm your boyfriend. <laughs> but it just seems weird to me that, like, that's her, I don't know, her 900-year-old in uh-huh. a 30-year-old body boyfriend.
1: I, yeah, I mean, I it's think a- just, like, the weirdest thing for me is the fact that, that they obnoxiously bicker, and then they say uh-huh. and do things like that. And I'm just like, what is happening in this dumb relationship? Like, yeah, <laughs> what is going on? And then yeah. calling her, or calling himself her boyfriend. But then later on, talking to Reaper and saying, like, I have to look over this child.
3: Yeah. And I don't know if that's
1: a subtitle, because I wasn't paying attention to hear the word child. Uh-huh. Um... Or if it's, I don't know, if it's worded actually differently and he's not saying child, but in the subtitle he says child. And that's, like, weird to say that that's your bride or your girlfriend, girlfriend, I'm your boyfriend. I don't know. That's where it
3: gets a little bit strange, referring to her as a child.
0: Yeah, I think that's what it is. Because, like, I think also in American culture... I feel like when you are boyfriend and girlfriend, that kind of implies, like, some sort of, like, physical intimacy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, I don't know, because <laughs> I think that is, like, the weirdest issue for me. Because, like, fine if they're, like, very close and if they have, like, those kind of romantic feelings for each other or whatever. Whatever. But it's just, like, I'm her boyfriend, and we're gonna go, like, on dates. And,
1: I don't know, like, they don't actually do anything.
0: Yeah, it almost seems like pretend.
1: Yeah. It seems like a joke, almost, at this point. Because, again, all they're doing is bickering and being Uh obnoxious. And it almost sounds like he's saying, like, didn't you forget your boyfriend is a goblin, like... In sort of a half-joking way, like, Mm -hmm. I'm so cool, I'm a fucking goblin, and I can, like, do shit with time and transport you or whatever the fuck. So Mm -hmm. I don't really know what Mm -hmm. the intention is here, or how it's meant to read, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think that's what it is, too. It's, like, very inconsistent, so I'm like, how do you feel? How am I supposed to feel? Like, Mm -hmm. what is happening?
1: Yeah, to me it just all sounds like pretend right now.
0: Yeah, that's true. Okay,
3: I'll
0: go with that. So, uh, Kim Shin takes her through the portal. She shows up on time. He gets out of, or he like walks out the door of the portal thing, and he almost gets hit by a bicyclist and sees his grim future. Not good. Mm -hmm. We'll get to that more later. So, Untak walks out of the exam and sees all the other students being greeted by their moms. And oh my god when she like walks out and like looks up at the sky and waves at her mm. mom that kind of got me.
1: <laughs>
0: I was like, "Oh, Umtak, you poor, you poor child.
1: You poor orphan."
0: Yes. Uh but when she gets home, she's surprised to see Kim Shin, Reaper, and Dokwa standing by the door with a cake congratulating her. So cute. Very she starts nice. to cry out of joy and Kim Shin takes her to the movies. Mm-hmm. Um it kind of reminded me of like three men and a baby.
1: <laughs> I don't think like, I've ever seen that.
0: No, I, I haven't seen it in like ages. I think my mom owned it on VHS. Um, but yeah, it's just like these three dudes like and a girl. I don't know why I kind of uh just it's just funny seeing three men trying to, like, take care mm-hmm. of, or, like, su- emotionally support a young woman. Mm. I don't know. It just... It just gets me. But, um, but, but. Bu. They go to the movies. <laughs> Reaper pulls Daquah aside and is, like, interrogating him about business cards. Um, because... Sonny asked for one, and now he's obsessed with business cards. Mm-hmm. And he also asks about being Sonny's landlord. Then we cut to him standing across from Sonny's chicken shop, and he watches her walk home from a distance and uses some um, reaper magic to take out a drunk guy who won't leave her alone. And I think Sonny, like, he makes the drunk guy, like, fly in the air,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and Sonny goes, are you a bird? Like, what's happening? <laughs> And she gets scared again and runs away. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh huh. Kim Shin is like super ridiculous at the movies, afraid of Train to Busan. He mm-hmm. almost acted like um, Un-Cha, Unchan. Unchan, honestly, mm-hmm. like I figure that's the way Unchan would react at a movie theater—just absurd <laughs> and crazy, and just too fucking over the top to where I would hate that person in that moment and be like this. Person, Did you raise another sucks. order card? Yes, I would absolutely raise an order card on them. Get him the fuck out, please. Thank you. No one does. Mm-hmm. They kind of just look at him annoyed. Um, and then after the movie, they talk about how petty he is. And um, Untak points out that it seems like he gave everyone farewell gifts and how that seemed weird to her.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: he reminds her that he said he would be going far away once he found the bride. And Untak asks if he still wants to leave. And he's saying he doesn't want to go, but when the bride comes, he doesn't really have a choice. So he's kinda of telling her, but not really. Yeah. Um she still doesn't realize like he's gonna die. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she doesn't get that when he's giving what's his face money and Reaper mm-hmm. his entire house, but she's naive, I guess. I don't know.
0: I guess, yeah. It's a fairy Which tale is for also- her beard because she's faced a lot of death already Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and like I mean she has friends that are ghosts so I feel like maybe death would be not necessarily on the forefront of her mind but like it's not like she's you know a kid who like has both parents and like maybe even has all of her grandparents and no Mm -hmm. one close to her has died or anything so she wouldn't even consider that as like an option. But yeah, I don't know. It's interesting.
3: Yeah, and
1: also like, do these ghosts not know what happens? <laughs> right.
0: <laughs>
3: Does the only, ghost seem to know reapers
1: know? <laughs> the ghosts seem to know everything else. Mm-hmm. So, like, do they not know that he's gonna die or do they just not want to tell her, or do they think she already knows? I don't know. Hard to say. <sighs> yeah. Uh so Dokwa drives Untak to school and they talk about uh Kimshin's weird moods and Untak is like, nah, I guess I'm not his type, blah blah blah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um she does her essay um about her childhood crush named Tehi. Um, um and it's
0: not about her childhood crush. Oh okay. She oh runs she runs into, runs
1: into. Her... yeah. Um <laughs> she does her application, blah blah blah. I don't really care about her entrance exam bullshit. <laughs> um boring. She sees this guy that she met as a kid, and they have a sweet moment, and she wonders if this is... Oh, Kim Shin is watching, secretly up somewhere, because he's always watching, I guess. Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: he wonders if this is the man that Untok will go to Quebec with in the city. And speaking of Quebec, your mom messaged us and said it's Quebec City. A city in Quebec province. Yes. It's like confusing. New York, New York. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. So it's technically a city, not the province, but is a province. Yes. Really stupid and confusing. <laughs> names. Names of cities. Names of yes. countries and names, provinces. and
0: Names of c- cities should not also be the name of their province.
1: Confusing. New York, New York, Quebec, Quebec. <laughs> anyway. Sure. Back at home, Untak is super giddy because she met that boy that she once liked. Mm-hmm. And it makes her think about her childhood and watching him at the batting cages. And oh my goodness, he's like a real baseball player now. Like his dream came true. How amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Untak and Kimshin get into another fight. And Untak brags about how awesome Taehee is.
0: Yeah. And in that little flashback, we see that Kimshin was also there at the batting cages
1: acting a fool. Yeah, uh, why why would you even why would you even go and try to hit a ball? <laughs> well,
3: he, doesn't see seem, he doesn't seem he
1: doesn't seem athletic can. to me. He doesn't seem like the type that would participate in athletic behavior. Yeah, maybe not. Also, he's a goblin. He can do like anything and is probably always fit. <laughs> he doesn't need to get fit. Yeah. Or stay fit. He just is fit.
0: Maybe he was doing one of his, like, little goblin, uh, not missions, but, you know, like, just sliding into people's lives,
3: mm-hmm. making mm-hmm.
0: them better, then sliding back out.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um But, yeah, so the actor that plays Tehi is a very big actor now. I think this was one of his first roles in like a big drama Mm -hmm. but he's in a lot of stuff now and he has kind of been typecasted as like the second male lead or like the guy that never actually gets the girl (laughs) which is kind of a bummer because he's so sweet he's the guy in something in the rain which is another drama that fucking killed me (laughs) if you want to cry watch that one because I'll only yeah. watch
1: it if it's on the pod okay
0: <laughs> I I don't think we should watch it for the pod because it's like <laughs> really intense and sad and I already see I've already seen it so I don't really want to relive that but mm-hmm. if someone out there wants to cry and wants to confront ageism and sexism and the harsh realities of a lot of korean society
3: check right. that one out um it's on netflix so accessible very
0: okay so the next day kim shin busts into the baseball team's locker room and demands to see taehee kim shin makes a comment about how handsome taehee is now and taehee starts to recognize kim shin as a man from his childhood we've Flashback to the Goblin and Takehi at the batting cages when Takei was little. And he tries to help the Goblin, but Kimshin insists he doesn't need help. So they make a bet instead. Takei ends up winning the bet, so Goblin makes Takehi's piano disappear so he can focus on baseball. Because he's like, My mom just wants me to play piano all the time, but I don't like piano. I just want to play baseball. Mm hmm. So. Uh, back at home, Kim Shin asks Reaper to erase Taehee's memory, but Reaper gets all moody and blows him off. He's like, nah dude, like, you don't want to help me with all of my <laughs> problems, you don't want to kick Untak out, you don't give me the house, like, I don't need this. So, meanwhile, Untak sneaks into Kim Shin's room to find a copy of the contract she made with the goblin. He catches her with a forged c- contract. But she uses her book of poems as an excuse to be in the room. She notices a note about a first love written in the margins, and she gets annoyed. And it's very, like, you know, young person. Like, of course he had a first love before me. Like, it's fine. He's lived Mm -hmm. for, like, a thousand years. I guess he would have a first love. Mm -hmm." But,
1: yeah.
3: Still upset.
1: Very. Very. Um, however, her mood improves because she gets a call from Taehee and he asks her out on a date. Kim Mm -hmm. Shin gets all upset, watches them at Baskin Robbins. This is her second time seeing Baskin Robbins because that cake they gave her was also Baskin Robbins. Uh Uh-huh. Um, he gets home to find the Reaper very frantic because he doesn't know how to answer Sunny's phone call. And at first he asks, um, Kim Shin to answer and he's like, no. Mm -hmm. So then he goes and finds Untak and he's at the ice cream shop ruining her date forcing her to answer the phone mhm and he does this by a slightly like threatening taehee Um uh, mm-hmm. Untak pretends to be Kim Woo Bin's secretary which is Reaper
2: mm-hmm. and
1: Sunny tells her that he had better show up to the cafe tomorrow or he's dead and Untak thinks she recognizes the voice but she isn't sure i'm confused why she didn't just read it on the phone because it's a smartphone and it had yeah. her name on it. So I don't know. <laughs> I was I was like, does Untak know her boss's name is Sunny? I remember her <laughs> introducing herself as Sunny to Untak. Yeah, cause she did it to Untak, and then she did it to Reaper later Reaper. on. If I'm not mistaken, uh, okay. I feel like she did that that spiel twice of what her the name is.
0: S-U-N-N-Y. Yeah.
1: and Feel like she did it twice. Hmm. Um, She gives Reaper the message that he has to go and meet her, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. and helps him with his other personal info, whatever he should know about a Mm -hmm. date, because he doesn't know how to date. No. He's a a cute Reaper that doesn't know anything about life. No. (laughs) Not about dating, anyway. (laughs) He needs to, like, watch TV or something, or read a
0: book. He watches a lot of dramas, so...
1: You'd think he would know things.
0: Yeah, I mean. um, Reaper and Sunny have another cute little date again. She's totally smitten with him, even though he's a little weirdo. And he's basically obsessed with her. If you were to just read the dialogue, I feel like this would not be a good scene.
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
0: It's a little awkward. Yeah, but but their chemistry is nice. And... He just, he really likes her, and for whatever reason, she's very drawn to him. (laughs) So, the date is going so well that Sunny thinks they're going to dinner, but unfortunately, Reaper has to go to a team dinner. And he makes a comment about, like, if if they need to eat again, because she already ate a whole hot
3: dog. Oh,
0: yeah. (laughs) Uh, not a great look. But yeah, I'm like, those damn team dinners, like,
3: Mm. just
0: blow it off for once.
1: Yeah, I can never go to a team dinner. Not (laughs) interested.
0: Uh, Reaper and his Hubei also Mm -hmm. bump into the shitty cyclist from before, and Reaper arrives at the company dinner to pay,
1: but then he realizes he's been pickpocketed. I like how he just arrives to pay for the dinner. Uh Not actually be part of the dinner.
0: Is that what you'd do if you were in charge of mm-hmm. a team? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's I would just my give card. Them, uh, yeah, I would just give them the money and not show uh-huh. up. I don't need yeah. to be there.
3: <laughs> um,
0: I feel like in another drama, oh, I think it was What's Wrong with Secretary Kim. Uh, like they do like the team dinners and he starts to show up to them because he starts kind of like falling in love with the secretary. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "You're making everyone uncomfortable here." She's like, "Usually, like, we just get the card, and mm-hmm. it's fine." And I'm like, "Yeah, you don't really want your boss to be there. <laughs> you you want to let loose." Um. Anyway, so he's been pickpocketed, and they don't have money. I guess none of the other reapers have a company card. Which I think is funny that they have a company car to begin with, yeah. and so <laughs> they decide to dine and dash. Um, the other reapers, other reapers still are reapers hat, so he has to stay behind, which is very shitty. It's shitty to dine and dash in the first place. Yeah, um, but then you know they take his hat, so he's just stuck there, and he ends up calling the goblin to help him out. So, we cut to a police station, and Kim Shin tries to get back at him by pretending he doesn't know who Reaper is, but Reaper bribes him by saying he'll erase Taehee's memory if he helps out. Kim Shin takes the deal and handles the Dine and Dash issue with the police, and Reaper is all upset because of the shitty night, and he's jealous because of Kim Shin's business card. (laughs) He's like, you have one too? And I was really like if I were Dokwa, I would have just been like I can make you a business card dude like if you I'll really just use want Vistaprint. One. <laughs> exactly <laughs> There's so many uh business card resources on the interwebs to
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. put
0: whatever uh, you want on it
3: Mhm no I can know just say key <laughs> uh-huh At your uh, service
0: uh-huh so, Dokkwa excitedly runs up with Tofu to celebrate Reaper's release. Do you remember the Tofu?
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And notices how Reaper is dodging everyone. kim reveals that if the Reaper touches people, he's able to see their past lives.
3: Ooh. At least it's not like they die. No. If he touches. He's not like a grim Reaper. Which makes it kind of
1: interesting as to why he doesn't want to touch Sunny at all. Like, I guess he doesn't want to know anything about her past, but...
0: Yeah. He makes it
1: seem like he's going to kill her if she touches him.
0: Yeah, I'm wondering if maybe, like, it's just a lot to take on. Mm Mm-hmm. And kind of an invasion of privacy. Yeah. Because... I don't think they know their past lives. Like it's just he has to live with that. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. But I'd be super nosy and my would
1: <laughs> be poking everyone. Who <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> are you before? Weird thing to do. Uh huh. Um. Kim Shin gets home to see Untak is gone and her bags are packed in her room. He tries to call her but she ignores him. Uh, do De Kwa delivers the portrait of the queen that Kim Shin gave to the grandpa. Um. And Doqua and the Reaper are very curious as to like what is in this scroll, so they mm-hmm. decide to open it, and Doqua c- comments on how pretty the queen is, and he wonders if she was Kimshin's girlfriend. But the Reaper instantly like sees the portrait, he begins to shake and cry, he's in pain. It's upsetting
3: mm-hmm.
1: It's almost like the same moment with the ring,
3: mm-hmm,
1: revisited, yes, um. So, some weird things are happening there. Mm-hmm. Then we get a quick shot of Sunny at her chicken shop, and we get with a f-
0: the ring. Where's with the, the ring? ring, yeah, noodling yeah. with the
1: ring. And then we get a flashback of the Goryeo times, and we see the young king who is sneaking around outside the palace. He sees a young woman who's the future queen practicing walking while balancing bowls on her shoulders. He smiles, and as soon as she sees him, she loses her balance. Then we get a voiceover of the fairy godmother, the lady in red, mm-hmm. uh, saying it's the start of a truly tragic love. She goes on about how sad fate is and how love isn't is a is sin. Um, but then we cut back to the present day and we see that she's talking about the reaper's Hobei, who is not sure what she's talking about. It's very confusing mm-hmm. how these people really like know each other and stuff. Um, he's asking her why... Oh, okay, I see. I, I missed this part of the show. I think oh, I was yeah. falling asleep here, honestly. Because <laughs> I got bored. <laughs> see? Um, he keeps asking her why she's raising the rent, and she tells him she keeps seeing the Grim Reaper in her dreams since he's moved in.
0: Yeah, I think he thinks she's just a normal woman. Yeah, telling and... him nonsense. Yeah, and she... but she knows he's actually... A Grim Reaper, so. Um, yeah, we're getting, like, a lot of little nuggets that we just have to sit with mm-hmm. until they eventually connect to something. hmm uh, Kim Shin finds Untak singing at someone's wedding, and they walk home together. <laughs> <Random>. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of weird, because usually when you have those types of scenes in dramas, it's to show off. Like, the actor's singing ability. It's mm. like, we know this guy can sing, right? But, like, they don't even show her singing. Mm. So it's, yeah, a weird choice. Um, So they walk home together, and they talk about Untok's second job and how weddings make her feel mixed emotions, because, you know, she likes being around all of the love and happiness, but then she thinks about how, like, she won't have her mom to be there with her... She won't have a dad to walk her down the aisle and things like that. Uh, She feels sorry that she's not able to pull out the sword and is sad that she thought she found a family in, like, you know, Kim Shin and Reaper and Dokkwa and stuff, which is Mm -hmm. a bummer. It's like she finally found her little place in the world and now she's afraid it's going to be taken away. Which makes Kim feel bad, which I guess is good, like, he's not a psycho. Uh, She tells him that she's working the extra job to prepare to move out, and then they tease each other about all the nagging, I think she says something like, I'm gonna move out soon, so can we keep the nagging to like 50% please? Mm -hmm. And he's like, nah, can't do that. He starts to laugh, they're kind of like, joking around, but then is almost brought to his knees with an intense pain in his chest. Untok is greatly concerned and tries to find a way to help him. She reaches out towards the sword and realizes she can actually touch it. She starts to pull out the sword, but before she can like pull it all the way out, uh, he pushes her away. And the force of the push is so extreme that she goes <laughs> flying into the air. It's like too much.
3: <laughs> <It's> absurd. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh Kimchi teleports behind her. Just as she's about to hit the side of a truck, he breaks the impact of the fall, but the force makes the truck hit a row of cars like dominoes, and Kim Shin holds Eun tightly, and we hear a voiceover saying that um, through Eun he will be able to end the curse of his immortality. Mm-hmm. End of episode. So yes. Eun is the bride. Mm-hmm. As the
1: ghost said. Yeah. All of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, episode eight just jumping in here
3: uh-huh. it
1: starts like a bit before so that i think mm-hmm. there's like seven minutes of this intro again like the mm-hmm. ending of the other thing um and he ends up taking her limp ass body back home <laughs> <laughs> she comes to her senses, and they ask each other if they are all right, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, she says she's okay, and she's not upset that he, because he didn't know pulling out the sword would hurt so much, so she's not I... mad that he pushed her. I would be mad. I yeah, shocking. I mean, I know it hurt him, but did he have to use his full goblin power? Right. Or could he just, like, shoved her a little bit? I she's mean, not big, like...
3: No,
0: and, like, I guess I would be understanding, like, maybe you d- can't really control all of your mm-hmm. strength, but you can still be mad at someone even if they did something that they couldn't control. Yeah. I would still be like, I don't want to be around you for a bit. <laughs> <That> <laughs> I need was some scary. time alone. <laughs> and you almost killed me. Yeah. So,
1: let's take a break. <laughs> She's okay with it, though. She's fine. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. She's happy that now they have proof she's the bride and that the sword can be pulled out. Mm -hmm. Kim Shin, on the other hand, has mixed emotions about it. One, he doesn't know if he wants to do it now that he has it. Two, it fucking hurt. So Mm -hmm. he doesn't know if he wants to do this. Uh, Do Kwa confronts Kim Shin about the multi-car accident he saw on the news and Kim Shin just waves him off and tells him to clean it up um, because he's too tired to explain. Mm -hmm. Do Kwa gets to work. He like... Calls the grandpa, I think first, mm-hmm. and the grandpa like thinks he's in trouble for something. He's like, "No, it wasn't me." and he calls the secretary, same thing, and then they all take care of it. Um, they pull out, they pull down all the videos from the internet about what happened, and then the DoQua DoQua and the Reaper team up together to take care of the witnesses, so paying them off, get rid of their, get rid of their memory, you know, yeah.
0: I thought Reaper's blah, blah, blah. attitude was kind of funny. He's like, come on, hurry up. Like, He's so over it.
1: <laughs> over with. He's all sleepy.
0: That's how I, I would
1: be. Um, also, he like slithered out of the bed in a weird way when he like showed up in the room and asked for help and mm-hmm. the bed looked empty. And then you just like see his arms pop up and like move the blanket down. <laughs> Very bizarre
2: <laughs> yeah. sleep
1: habits. Um, back at home, Kimshin is exhausted and Untak is sore. But she is relieved that she is actually the Goblin Bride, so she can stay at the house. I don't know why this is so funny. Um, <laughs> a good place to stay. yeah Untak sees Kim Shin passed out on the floor and decides to stay by his side. And the Reaper explains, like, he's just on a lot of medicine, whatever, he'll be fine.
3: Mm-hmm. He
1: goes into Kim Shin's room to steal another look at that painting of the... Um, the queen, Mm -hmm. and he wonders who the fuck she is because she brought a lot of emotion out of him. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we get a shot of Sunny drinking alone in her chicken shop, watching people walk outside. Um, This is also, I think, the scene where Untak has a bunch of candles on the floor by Kim Yeah, And I thought that was a big fire hazard and unnecessary, like...
0: Oh, Alex would have freaked out. You don't need Alex- those candles there. Alex doesn't like candles, y'all. He <laughs> thinks they're a fire hazard and he doesn't think they smell that good usually. <laughs> Andrew
1: likes candles too much to where he'll forget to turn them off. And I'm like, you have to turn this off. Yeah. Can't I can't go that- to the store and leave this on.
0: I did that once and Alex got really mad, but I was like very apologetic because I felt really bad. And he was like... It's okay, but I was like grounded from candles for a bit (laughs) because I I forgot to blow one out like one time, and he was like, "Think of the cats." Yeah, and I'm like, "I know, I know." So we very rarely light candles anymore, which was kind of a bummer. But candles (laughs) are expensive, so it's probably good that I can't burn a lot. The good candles, anyway. Yeah, for sure. Um but, but, but,. So later on we see Untak and Dokwa at our favorite sandwich shop. <laughs> Subway. She's bribing him with a sub. Such a small bribe. I mean yeah. I know Dokwa's kind of been cut off at the moment, but like a five dollar sandwich, okay. Uh, So she's bribing him with a sandwich, so he will translate the passage that she copied from Kim Shin's notebook, because I think it's written in Chinese characters or, like, old-timey, old-timey writing. Uh, He confirms her suspicions that it is about his first love, but she gets so upset that she pulls the notebook back before he can actually read it all. Um, I think he says it's something about, like, a sad love. So Untak mentions Kim Shin's name and the sword very casually to Dokqua, as if like she assumes that she, he already knows about it. Mm-hmm. But Dokwa is very shocked, and he realizes like how out of the loop he is. He just kind of like tags along, yeah, um, but doesn't actually know anything. It does what people say. Probably the best position to be in with all of these people, to be <laughs> honest. Um, and then we see little Dokwa riding out Reaper. And telling Kim Shin about how he cried at the queen's portrait. Uh, he's like, you want to know a secret? <laughs> <laughs> um, Reaper admits that he had an unexpectedly emotional response, but he's not sure why. He asks Kim Shin who the woman is, since he feels like he's seen her before, and Kim Shin tells him that she was his sister. Mm. Was that a surprise to you?
1: That was a surprise. I yeah, know so, who the fuck she was.
0: Yeah, I think I told you this like a couple episodes ago. But in the marketing, she was like advertised as his sister, mm. so I think most people already knew that. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, it was news for us. <laughs> so Kim Shin uh, seems upset and asks Reaper where he thinks he saw her. Uh, Reaper can't remember and just guesses that maybe she was one of the souls that he escorted in the past. But he's been doing this for so long, he can't remember everyone. Kim Shi impresses Reaper to remember if she's been reincarnated, but Reaper responds that he doesn't have memories, only feelings, and he only knows that he was just incredibly sad and his heart
1: hurt. Poor Reaper. Um. Um, how long do his memories last for? I don't know. Does he have, like, short-term memory? I-
0: I would guess... I don't know if maybe... Yeah. Because I understand
1: like seeing a lot of people uh taking them to the fucking tea room. Hundreds of people, whatever. But like... Not an actual memory loss. Just like
3: fuzzy. So it's interesting. Yeah, maybe...
0: It... I don't know. Because he obviously has short-term memory. Like, he can remember... (laughs) His coworkers and yeah. things like that. Maybe God controls what he remembers and maybe what he doesn't. Um, but then Dokkha provides some comedic relief when he suggests that maybe the reaper is Kimshin's little sister reincarnated, <laughs> which immediately gets shot down. And he's like, just call him Oraboni, which is like the old-timey way of saying brother. I think oppa came from Oraboni. Hmm. So, um, oh, I think we saw that in Hotel de Luna. Uh, Anyway, so, yeah, (laughs) Reaper, like, starts to kind of
1: say it, but he can't bring himself (laughs) to do that. Um, Back at work, the Reaper listens to his Hubei gossip about another Reaper who found the soul of his wife from a past life. And apparently he filed her a missing soul and then they ran off together. (laughs) Just, like, some hot Reaper tea. Happening, uh-huh. going around here. A Reaper
0: and a little ghost uh-huh. living their best <laughs> lives.
1: Um, the Reaper is very intrigued by this and wants to know how that Reaper was able to remember his past life. Mm-hmm. Um, the Hubei Reaper, Hubei Hube Reaper? Hobei? Hube? I think Hubei. Hubei Reaper says that no one knows, but everybody is curious. They probably don't want it getting around. How, like, how did that, that happen? Yeah, <laughs> they don't want the Reapers knowing how to do that. Uh-huh. The two reapers complain about not knowing what they did in their past to deserve this punishment, but fuck, it must have been bad. If mm-hmm. this is this is our job now for um, like
0: hundreds of years, yeah.
1: we get another Eef. scene of reaper escorting two souls, and this time it's a mother and a little daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, he shows his soft side when he presents the tea to the little girl, calling it a cup of heaven because the mom said she ordered heaven for her daughter. Mm-hmm. Very sweet of him. Mm-hmm.
0: Then we see Untak watching Kim Shin be a good goblin. He stops a man from <laughs> killing himself.
1: <laughs> is this is just a lot. <laughs> just this fucking guy. This fucking guy just about to kill himself. It was just, uh-huh. like, insane to me how, like, random this scene was. But I understand that, like, the goblin knows these things or whatever.
0: Yeah, but then also
1: I'm like, "Fuck your kid," which he didn't know, know the kid was coming. But it was still like immediately but- the kid shows up. Um, but the goblin gave him subway, so everything was okay. Yeah, which also made me laugh. Like subway,
0: <laughs> she was really hungry, and he had a sandwich right there for her. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's a little cray. We also see that the girl was driven to her dad's house by the fairy godmother woman, of course. Mm -hmm. Just always meddling. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't mind it, but very interesting. Um, So Untok is impressed by the goblin, and she starts to wonder why she was suddenly able to move the sword when she wasn't before. It's true love. (laughs) They were happy. Uh, Untuck and Kimshin get into another playful fight when she accuses him of being lazy and he accuses her of being jealous
1: of his first love. Who is not the queen. Right. <laughs> um, Untuck decides to go to the library, she meets her friend, and then we actually find out that friend is a fucked up looking ghost. Like, mangled.
0: I forgot that and I was like, oh shit! <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's very unexpected. I mean, I felt uh-huh. like that girl walked a little bit strange when, when uh-huh. I saw her like on the side. It's like, that girl looks weird. But then mm-hmm. they showed her like mangled up and dead. And I was like, oh, yeah. okay, it makes sense now. Yeah. Um, Her friend points out that her birthmark has gotten a lot lighter. And Untak doesn't seem phased or bothered by it. Um, But her friend seems to think it's odd and her friend is a ghost. So... Her friend everything. probably knows, yeah. <laughs> um, she asks her friend why she doesn't ask for help, as all of the other ghosts do, and her friend asks Untak if she can go visit her hometown and bring flowers. She explains how she died on her way to her graduation ceremony. So sad. Fucking sad. <laughs> um, later that night, the reaper stops by Sunny's shop, and he's shocked to find Untak working there. Mm-hmm. I don't know how this. I, I guess they don't talk, but I'm just like, how does this never come up in conversation? That she yeah. works at. I don't know. It's it's worlds worlds that are connected, but nobody knows they're connected.
0: Yeah, I it's guess Otak is busy, and for the most part, he doesn't really like her.
1: <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. Um. So she's suspicious of him and why he's there. She's like, "You're a vegetarian." What are you doing at a chicken shop? Mm-hmm. This doesn't make sense. And then she freaks out because Taehee is approaching with his friends um, and she shoves the hat onto him and makes him like go invisible and wait somewhere else while she mm-hmm. packs up his order. Then we see the, Bre- the reaper bringing home chicken every single day despite him being a vegetarian. He keeps giving it to um, Goblin. And he asks mm-hmm. if he's going to see her boss at any point. And the Reaper and Untak agree to keep their mouths shut about each other's love lives. But the goblin overhears this little conversation happening
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, and how she apparently gives extra chicken to Tehi.
3: hmm
1: And Untak and the Goblin get into a jealous fight. Kimshin tries to recruit the Reaper to be on his side by offering extra chicken. But the Reaper says he has his own methods and
3: starts to follow Untak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's funny because I think
0: – what is it? How did it happen? I just like Untak and Reaper like bickering about being up in each other's business. Mm-hmm. Like, you stay out of my life, I'll stay out of your life. Yeah. I guess that's how they didn't know she worked at the chicken shop of the woman <laughs> yes. he's in love with. So, uh, back at school, Untok is approached by one of her classmates. And this girl asks how her uh, university applications have gone, and bring, brings up how Untak can see ghosts. Untak is initially kind of defensive, but the girl is nice and clarifies that she only wants to know if Untak can ask ask the ghosts about what schools she'll be accepted to. And... I think she mentions like we've been in the same class for like three years and we've never really talked and this is nice and like I hope you get into the school you want
1: and they wish each other well. She wants info. Yeah, she just she has something she wants. Uh huh. Three years Uh, in classes together. You could have talked to Untak.
0: Yeah, but Untak doesn't seem like she likes talking to people. (laughs)
1: That's based, true. Based well, actually, on that little interaction, I think it's because all of her classmates have been fucking assholes. I yeah. don't want to talk to them either.
0: Did you recognize that girl as the girl who stood up for Untak? No. Okay. <laughs> she was <laughs> in the scene where the like her bully is holding the cigarette, mm-hmm. uh, and the teacher finds them and tattles on her. Yeah, she's like that you've been holding that cigarette the whole time. It wasn't untak.
1: So, thankfully we haven't seen that bully anymore cuz Yeah. That was an annoying character for sure <laughs> that we don't need right now uh-huh. with everything else happening. <laughs> um Untak goes to her interview and she runs into Kimshin cuz he's always there.
2: Mm-hmm. And at
1: first she's annoyed, but then she realizes he brought her red scarf that she loves and always mm-hmm. has with her, so she feels better. Um, and then she makes up with Kim Shin and she gets on a bus, she's waving at him, mm-hmm. and then Kim Shin sees that pickpocket guy from before. And he sees his future again, but he sees even more of it this time. Mm-hmm. And that is that there is going to be a massive accident involving the pickpocket guy getting hit by a car and then multiple cars hitting each other. And then mm-hmm. the bus that Untek is on hits something, hits a car, and then a mm-hmm. big truck hits the bus and then the bus flips over and it's yes. it's fucking intense. It's like It's a whole thing. It's it's an accident that would take hours and hours and hours to clean up. Yes. Um, so at first he's puzzled because he realizes that Untuck is on the bus, but isn't in his premonition and it just doesn't make sense to him. Mm-hmm. And then meanwhile, we, we cut to a horde of reapers that are all at a bus stop with their little hats on, just like excitedly waiting and like, Oh, there's even more reapers from out of town to help because it's supposed to be like a really big accident. It's supposed to be a big mess. They so have like sad. Multiple, I know, but they're, like, pumped to do it. They're, like, ready to do their job. Uh-huh. Um, and so the Reaper is there, too, and he becomes sad when he sees that he has another mother and baby on his list. And he's like, I oh. oh, guess I gotta get a cup of heaven ready. And the other one's like, what? He's like, never mind. What'd that mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we go back with Kim Shin, and we see him using his goblin magic to teleport. Which is kind of funny, like, mm-hmm. going through and trying to catch the um, pickpocket guy. Mm-hmm. Then he persuades the street vendor that he saw in the Vision to leave for the day. The guy is like, no, I just got here. And then he <laughs> offers to buy all of his fucking socks. Uh-huh. He sees the thief approaching and like kicks his bike. He falls onto the sidewalk, not on the street.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and then the thief recognizes Kim Shin as someone he's seen already multiple times, and he threatens him. I don't know, bloody knife. Th- yeah, why is the thief threatening? What? What's your problem? You should be running away because <laughs> you just stole from people.
0: Exactly. Kim Shin
1: has like his moody, dramatic goblin speech about, like, karma and fate and all this other bullshit, and mm-hmm. the the guy's, like, not believing any of it or paying attention to yeah, it. Yeah, he's, and he's like, just, like, shut up! <laughs> like, you fucking suck, like, whatever, uh-huh. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And then he ends up breaking his wrist, and then I think the pickpocket gets it, finally.
0: Yeah. I think Kim Shin is like, you'll have to deal with this later.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so... The bus passes by unscathed as the ma- major accident has been prevented. Uh Untak sees the Reaper <laughs> from the bus and waves at him. And I love how he just waves back like, oh, hey. And he's but, like
1: happy too to see her like, oh, it's my friend. Yeah,
0: yeah, but then like all the other Reapers are like, she can see us? And he's like, oh, I don't have friends. It's fine. <laughs> um... So he's like, yeah, at first he's happy to see her. Then the Reapers are like, she can see us. And then he's like, oh fuck, she's on this bus that is about to be
1: mauled, yeah. essentially. And he's like, <laughs> does anyone have a card for Untak? <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like, what's happening?
0: <laughs> yeah. And then he realizes, like, Untuck isn't on the list, because I think they start counting the people on the bus, mm-hmm. and they're, they're like, there's an extra person! There's an extra person! <laughs> and everyone's freaking chaos. out. chaos. Yeah. No one knows what to do. And then the bus goes by, and they're like, I guess there's not an accident? Uh, Reaper is very suspicious that the goblin has something to do with it. And then we see the goblin, like, across the street, <laughs> Um, and all the reapers, like the more senior reapers, are upset because they're like, Fuck, like this is gonna be so much paperwork now <laughs> because there were so many people who are supposed to die
1: that are now like going to live longer. That death scene sucked. All those people in the fucking bus.
0: I know that was
1: awful. I and know. then that fucking guy before that was like, Wish i get in a car accident, wish the bus would <laughs> get in an accident, so I have to take my test. Uh huh. Like, Don't do that. Terrible, terrible that. thing to say yeah. in a fucking bus full of people. Hmm.
0: I think he probably just meant like a fender bender, but yeah, yeah. But he
1: also said like, whether I die on a bus or I die by my mother's hands, like I'm still gonna die.
0: <laughs> well, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh. So.
0: But but but, Goblin is very upset because he's like. He's accusing the Reaper of essentially, like, knowing Untak was going to die mm-hmm. without telling him. Uh, so they go to the tea house, and Reaper's like, I didn't know if she was going to die, but you need to, like, cool it with all of your meddling, because, like, mm-hmm. this is the will of the gods, and, like, people have to die at some point, and, you know, we're just doing our job by taking them with us. Like, we're not the ones killing them.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And so then they dis- they, ugh. <laughs> they start to discuss why the future around Untok seems to change. And Reaper points out that it's probably because her goblin boyfriend keeps meddling. <laughs> because I think at first, like, Untok didn't have a future at all. And then Goblin saw her future ten years later. And then, like, she wasn't supposed to be on the bus. So everything is, like, kind of fuzzy around Untok. Hmm. Um. But, but, but. They talk about what will happen when Untak finally pulls out the sword, and Kimshin admits that he's a little nervous since he doesn't know what to expect. Uh, Reaper suggests that Kim Shin tell Untak the truth, but Kim Shin admits that he wants to hide it as long as possible for about eighty more years, please. <laughs> and Reaper's, about. Reaper's like, mm, that sounds like the human lifespan, <laughs> and.
1: Kim Shin's like shrug emoji? Maybe. I
3: don't know. Just a year I like.
1: Um, Kimshin picks up Untak, who is now in a much better mood. She tells him that she can give him more attention because her university applications and prep work, blah blah blah, are all done. Mm-hmm. And he's not quite sure what that means, but then we see Untak working out, and she explains that she's trying to become strong so she can pull out the sword without hurting him. Don't think that's how it works. Mm-mm. Your strength isn't going to make it hurt his body less.
0: Well, maybe she thinks he Like, like if she she's take it out quickly? It. Yeah.
1: Maybe. What was it getting stuck to? <laughs> it's like yes. glued to him or something. <laughs> um, he asks Untak to leave the room once he sees a butterfly because he's like, oh shit, it's God. <laughs> um, and he starts talking. <laughs> he starts talking to the butterfly, trying to make his case that like I've been punished for long enough, like fucking nine hundred years.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and like he showed him Untak's future, yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. And Untak, meanwhile, is like watching from like a window or like an area where she could see through that space. Mm-hmm. And she's worried about Kim-, Kim Shin because she sees him talking to a butterfly and just like. It's nonsense to her.
3: She's like, is Um, he sick?
1: (laughs) Yeah. And he admits that he foolishly likes her, which makes her happy. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we cut to the chicken shop. Sunny's depressed again. She's drinking. She's counting people walking by. And then she's startled because number 50 ends up being the Reaper. And he's just standing outside of the window staring at her. Holding out his
0: phone. (laughs) Yeah.
1: He holds out his phone. He looks really sad. And she's like, what? What's happening? She rushes over to her phone and sees that she has 10 missed calls from him. Mm -hmm. They go for a walk. And they're just cute as usual. She's totally in love with him. Mm -hmm. She suggests that they say one true thing about themselves to get to know each other better. And then she offers to tell him her real name, which is Kim Sun. And she admits that she doesn't really like that name because gives her weird vibes and the story behind it is weird. Like, her parents wanted her to have, like, a, like, fancy upper class sort of name. hmm And that just wasn't her and she hated it and she doesn't like the sound of the name or anything about yeah. it.
0: I think she said that her parents went to, like, a
1: shaman. hmm
0: And the shaman was like, this will give her like, a prosperous future. And okay. it's, like, very uncommon to have a Korean name with only one syllable. So, yeah. Hmm.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, And then suddenly, we
1: just get a random quick flashback to the young queen balancing the bowls on her shoulder. And then we cut to Kim Shin writing the name Kim Sun at a temple. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So,
0: Sunny asks Reaper for his real name and promises not to tease him because I think at this point she thinks like he came up with Kimu Bin as a fake name
1: and maybe he's embarrassed. <laughs> Fucking loud truck! Okay, <laughs> so, yeah. She's so- like, I won't make fun of your real name. I know this isn't your real name. Yeah, you can tell me.
0: Yeah, and Reaper panics because he's like, I don't have a name inside. <laughs> Uh, so he's not sure how to respond, and then we can see Kim Shin writing a second name at the temple while looking very somber. We get another flashback of Kim Shin talking to the young king, and the king presents him with a new sword, which is the sword that Kim Shin dies with, mm-hmm. and tells Kim Shin that he is giving it to him out of anger and concern. He tells Kimshin to go far away and to not return, which reminds me of Scar in Lion King <laughs> when he tells, like, baby Simba,
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: go far, far away and never return. And Kim Shin is very shocked and kind of like, What the fuck? Like, I've done everything you told me to. I won all your wars. I protected all of our people. Like, my family's here. My country that I'm very proud of is here. Like, I don't want to leave. Um, but the king perceives this as for overstepping his bounds because he's like, "You're not the king. I'm the king. You don't need to make decisions. You just need to do what I tell you to do." Mm-hmm. And he walks away saying, "It's an order." <laughs>
1: so back to present but whole day. kings. But I whole know kings. Come on.
0: I don't think kin- kings <laughs> kings should be allowed to be king when they're
1: children. Mm-mm. I know that's not really how monarchy works,
3: mm-hmm.
1: but we should but have- they just, they haven't developed more. enough. And I mean, you could say that even about, like, fucking adult politicians, they have not developed <laughs> mentally <laughs> right. enough to be in those positions. I think, like, people of that sort of power should be held to a different standard in terms of their- social, mental, emotional capacities. (laughs) And Uh, a child certainly does not have that. Yeah, a 17-year-old boy Mm -mm. should not be in charge of a country. No.
0: No. Uh, so, So, back to present day, we see Kim Shin writing the name, and as he does, the reaper is attacked with a sudden sharp pain in his chest. Sunny freaks out. But Reaper wipes her memory and apologizes for not being able to walk her home. So sweet. Yeah. And I think, like, Kim Shin attaches the names to a lantern. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, like, sends them
1: up. And I think the Grandpa says he does that every year or something at that time.
0: Yeah. I don't know if I get to it later, but uh, I think... I don't think I wrote down the part where the Grandpa says, like, he does that because he needs to... I guess I guess he's kind of like atoning mm-hmm. for his sins, and like I guess sending a message to the
1: people that he feels most sorry for,
3: mm-hmm. or
0: something
1: like that. Um, seems to be working right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're feeling it, or one of them is. Um, Untak wonders where Kimshin is, and then we see Dokwa has accompanied Kimshin to the temple. We see his grandfather telling him to remember this very important day. And then we cut back and forth between Kim Shin at the temple and Do Kwa's grandfather explaining the day and Kim Shin's sword.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Untak walks down the street and we hear a Kim Shin voiceover confessing that he likes her and asking the heavens for permission to keep the secret longer. Then Kim Shin is in a bookstore and sees Untak pass by. He's happy and tries to leave to be with her, but then the bookshelves start to move and close in on him. One of the bookshelves rises, and we see the godmother in red. Is she a godmother? I don't know what she is. Well, the
0: subtitle or like the description of her character says Samshin, which is kind of like a a godmother. I think Hmm. um, in... Was it Hotel de Luna? Like, all the different gods that were in Hotel de Luna? Mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. Uh, I think those were described also as time machines. So they're mm-hmm. kind of, like, not the god, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> But just kind of, yeah, I, I think it's roughly a set, translated. A set of
1: godmothers. Yeah. Just wandering around. Uh-huh. Just meddling. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so she shows up. Mm-hmm. And then we start to cut back and forth between Reaper and Untak talking and Kim Shin and the godmother in red. Untuk asks Reaper what will happen when the sword is removed because things seemed like weird with him wanting to give away stuff. Mm-hmm. And like specifically, where is he going to have to go that's so far, far away? Mm-hmm. Then we cut to the godmother who's telling Kimshin that he needs to tell Untak to pull out the sword and return to nothingness immediately. Mm-hmm. And he starts to put up a fight like what the fuck no and mm-hmm. then she drops the bomb that if Kimshin doesn't die Untak will and uh-huh. he's like what and his uh-huh. eyes get all red and then meanwhile Raper tells Untak that Kimshin will die when she pulls out the sword her eyes get all red uh-huh. and then the godmother explains that Untak was born to pull out the sword he saved her life and That's just what happened. Mm -hmm. And if she's not fulfilling her purpose, then there's no reason for her to exist. There's no reason for her to have been saved that day. Mm -hmm. Um, And she explains that death will continue to follow her just like it has been. And the accidents will become bigger and more powerful as time goes on. And it's just going to be like fucking chaos. Mm -hmm. They're both like tearing up at this point. Kim Shin and um, Eun Tak Mm-hmm. And then we hear him in a voiceover asking the heavens for
3: permission, and then it ends. Yeah, I
0: forgot Reaper told Untak, and I was like, "Oh shit, he told <laughs> <laughs> Well, now she ain't gonna want to do it. But no, um, yeah, what a bombshell! I yeah. forgot about this scene. Uh, but I thought it was really interesting how. Kim Shin's like, I'm also your child. Like, I'm also a child of God. And why don't I get to be happy?
3: Mm -hmm. And she's
0: like, fool, you've lived for 900 years.
1: You've lived enough. You've had a nice wife. Not only have you lived 900 years, but you've, like, somehow had money.
0: Yeah. He, what does he own? He owns, like, coal, hotels, furniture, some sort of other bullshit. Like, he perfume." Yeah, a fucking conglomerate. Uh He's got it. So he just needs to get the hell out so Untak can survive because this godmother is very fond of Untak and she Mm -hmm. made a promise to her mom Mm
3: -hmm. to take care of her. Um, Also, her lipstick was, like, fantastic. Mm Mm-hmm. It was so
1: perfect. She's got that, um... Selena red and bang
3: going on.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. It
1: looks so cool.
0: I feel like on my best like hair day with bangs, I can kind of achieve that bang (laughs) look, but it's so rare. (laughs) It's just not worth
1: it. Nah. I don't want bangs for quite some time. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh so yeah, what do you think of those two episodes? That was a really good episode. Because, like, finally, like, the actual story is happening. Yeah. Not just, like, the obvious of, like, well, she's the chosen one.
0: She's gotta pull out can, the sword.
1: Can she pull out the sword or not? Uh-huh. Do they like each other or not? I don't really care if they like each other. Yeah. Personally. Um, I am, I guess, more interested now in when and how will he find out... About the Reaper's past life and about Sunny. Mm -hmm. Because he hasn't even met Sunny yet. No, he hasn't. And so I'm wondering if, is there going to be, like, a strong, crazy reaction when he sees her? Like, he's just going to know. Similar to when, um, what's-his-face saw her? Reaper. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: I don't remember. Like, I remember
0: the... I guess, general attitude, but I don't remember how he first sees her
2: and, like, Mm -hmm. what
0: happens with that. But, yeah. Interesting stuff.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm assuming there will also be a back and forth between Kim Shin and Untak, more bickering, like, pull out the sword. I can't pull out the sword. Mm -hmm. I won't pull out the sword. You gotta pull out the sword. But I don't know if he's gonna tell her, like, you gotta pull out the sword or else you're gonna die. Yeah. It's either I die or you die. I don't know if he wants to admit that to her. Put her through that decision-making process.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Kill me so you
0: can live. Rough. That seems like a punishment for Untok, too.
1: Yeah. But I also feel like it could be the thing that, like, saves him, quote-unquote, to, like, Mm -hmm. live the rest of his days like a sort of normal human.
3: Mm -hmm. Like, Mm
1: -hmm. sacrificing his own life. Oh, yeah. You know? And then that, like, the gods were like, oh, wow. He did it. He finally did it. (laughs) He's a good boy. Because he, like, did such bad things apparently, blah, 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 and caused the deaths of all those people, those poor Mm -hmm. innocent souls. But now, like, 900 years
3: later, he is um... Giving up his own soul mm-hmm. for the life of another, blah blah blah. Yeah, but I don't a know. Show. I haven't seen it. Sounds like a good plan to me.
1: I'm writing the fanfic right now. Good. <laughs> um,
0: you're writing uh, Kim Shin and Reaper, old gay man.
1: Yes, <laughs> fanfic. Just bickering. <laughs> They can't decide what to make because one of them is a carnivore, one of them is a vegetarian.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Just uh, always fighting
3: over the remote. <laughs> yeah. They're so cute. I love them. Uh
0: what else? Do we have any fashion?
1: Um, I just always like the Reapers outfits because they're black and mm-hmm. they're always they always fit really well. Yeah. Kim Shin had an interesting sweater that was, like, mostly pink. Mm-hmm. And it looked like a soft knit. Mm-hmm. It was an interesting look. Couldn't tell if I liked it or not. It was, like, <laughs> color block of, like, pink and something else. But it was think, mostly
2: pink.
0: Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked Reaper's kind of, like, leather... I don't want to call it... I guess it was technically a vest, because I think it like zipped up the middle, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like the V-neck type of vest, it was like a crew neck vest,
3: Mm -hmm, but -hmm. it was
0: like kind of leather looking over a black turtleneck, I thought that looked really cool, that was when- it's a good look. Yeah, uh, that was like in the very first scene where Kim Shin is like coming back from the dead, or whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um... And oh Sunny had really cool boots. Do you have boots like hers where the heel is clear, like acrylic?
1: Uh yeah, I have like some pink ones.
0: Yeah. Did you notice hair. her
1: shoes? I did not. Yeah, she
0: has she has black boots that have like an acrylic
1: clear nice. heel that are cool. Yeah, I yeah. hot glued mine because they were like about to come apart. <laughs> or one of them felt, like, it didn't break, but it felt, like, loose, and I, like, mm-hmm. picked it up, and I kind of, like, shook it, and I was like, I don't want my ankle to break because of this. Yeah. I just hot glued it. <laughs> How I get through life with hot glue. Yes.
0: Uh, what else? Just Sunny is amazing. She looks great. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Reaper looks great. Kimshin looks cozy always. Untak is still in school uniforms and (laughs)
3: t-shirts and and jeans jeans at
0: this point so yeah but again just such a good looking cast like Mm -hmm. everyone looks great they look great together
3: so uh do we have an I love you Mm. if you have one you can go first while I ponder okay um my
0: initial reaction for I Love You was the dudes giving Untak her cake mm. when she gets home from her like SATs or whatever the fuck, like university entrance exam. They have to take so many exams over there. It's crazy. <laughs> it
1: sounds miserable.
0: I know. So I think what the process is So I think you take like the Korean version of the SAT.
3: Mm-hmm. And then you have
0: to take an entrance exam for every school you want to go to, I think. Hmm. And I think you only get one shot at it. So, like, because you know how here you can take the SAT, like, mm-hmm. a billion times and just submit your best score. Yeah. But I think over there, I don't know about the SAT, but I think you only get one chance to take the university exam. So if you, like, fuck it up, like...
3: You fucked it that's- up. That's...
0: That's done, which I think is, like, why a lot of Korean adolescents have, like, mental breakdowns, because there's so much pressure on them to mm-hmm. do well, and a lot of it is, like, high-stakes make
3: or break, mm-hmm. so. um, mm-hmm. But anyway, it was just nice to see a little, her little family
0: yeah. celebrating her. Um, and then just Reaper and Sunny walking home, like, before he had his, (laughs) like, uh, heart attack, essentially. Uh Uh-huh. Um, just seeing them together and, like, Sunny opening up and telling him her real name. And, you know,
1: them just being cute. Um, I'll go with the dad that almost killed himself. And then the kid showed up and then he realized, like, oh. Maybe I shouldn't kill myself.
2: Good thing that random man
1: set fire to my noose and gave (laughs) me this sandwich for you. Yes. Um. He's like hugging her, and he has like this funny look in his face. Like, I'm so glad I didn't do that. My daughter didn't fucking walk in and see my hanging body. That would have been so traumatic for her. Terrible. Yeah. Um. That's gonna be my pick for tonight.
0: I like it. I like it. Alright, do we have any other like, last minute predictions or thoughts
3: or feelings? Mm-mm.
0: How are you feeling about Reaper and Sunny? Because obviously I'm in love with them. Mm-hmm. But I want to know um,
3: how are you
1: feeling? I think it's cute how obsessed she is with him. Uh-huh. And how interested in his weirdness she is.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know yeah. much about them, though, I feel like, to, I guess, like, quote-unquote, root for them. Yeah. Similar to the way I would for, like, uh, Sada Young and what whatever her name is, I can't remember <laughs> her name. But, like, I rooted yeah. for that couple, but yeah. I don't, like, these two don't communicate as much.
0: That's true. They don't have, they haven't had a lot of
1: scenes together. Yeah, and the scenes that they do have are, like, cute and funny, but they're uh-huh. awkward and, like, not really, not super relationship building. Yeah. Which I guess is hard when you don't have a name or a business card, <laughs> and you can't say where
3: you work.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I I know I'm just, like, coming at it from a point of, like, me watching the drama a couple of times. Um,
1: And other dramas with those two actors. Yeah.
3: So, but yeah. Okay. Well, uh, do we have anything else?
1: Watch episodes 9 and 10. Yes, please. Come to class prepared.
0: Yes. Give us your thoughts and feelings Mm
1: -hmm. on the Reaper-Sunny couple- And let us know if you think it's wrong for the goblin to call Untuck his bride and girlfriend and child. child. (laughs) Is that weird to you? Do you like for your partner to call you a child? Let us know in the comments. (laughs) Does your partner call you a child and you think it's weird? Let us know.
0: Uh, I guess that's it. Mm
1: -hmm. I think so.
0: Yeah, so we will talk to you guys next week.
1: Goodbye.
2: Annyeong. Goodbye. Okay, drama!